Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Three Top Chat. Um, today we're going back to English, as you may have noticed. Uh, last week we have a very inspiring conversation with Long Imam, uh, Nina, who was here uh, for about 30 minutes. We talked about her endeavors and uh, going into this industry. Um, if you're uh, speaking Swedish or trying to learn Swedish, uh, all these will be available on our YouTube channel, so you can watch them later. Um, we have some new stuff, actually. Uh, we have the new AMD in black. It's actually coming on the website on Monday. Uh, already there is the gold version of the AMD from Petzl. But, uh, I suppose you haven't missed this little baby that uh, came out uh, yesterday, actually, or the day before yesterday. Uh, it now has the crucial little C mark on it, which means it's approved for uh, use in Europe. Um, Today we're going to speak to uh, another exciting guest from the UK. Uh, we will be speaking to the founder at Bear Valley. Uh, uh, Bear Valley is a company who, uh, um, among other things, remakes some of the zip protection chainsaw protective uh, clothing. Um, and uh, they sell a lot of other stuff with their own personal twist. So the brand has grown quite a bit uh, in the last few years and, and are very well known in the industry. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into it. So, Samuel, you there? Yeah. Can you can you see or hear? Yeah. Well, I can see you, but uh, uh, my cameraman can see you. Uh, we can't see you, no. Ah. Camera switched on? Yeah, it should be working. I'm not too sure why it's not coming up at the moment. Let me... Don't see it. Doesn't seem to work. Well, you try try invite me again. See if that works. I'll come out okay. in a second. I'll do that. How's that? No. Hmm, that's very strange. I don't know. Um, Okay, I, I suppose we have to do it with uh, audio only. Yeah, no, it's very strange that I've never done a I've never done a video before uh, on well, I've never joined another request, so um, I'll keep trying, see what happens. But no, yeah, okay, audio only then. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Very well. Still, still going. <laughs> <laughs> Busy day. Good, good. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, you know, we want you to, uh, you know, um, you know, you to talk a little bit about yourself as a person. How did you get involved in the industry, and how did you uh, personally uh, start doing tree work? Yeah, so before I started this, I used to be uh, in the police force. Um, I did that for a couple of years. Uh, before I was in the police, uh, I wanted, uh, well, I had plans to uh, join the industry and. Uh, pursue a career in it the police came along and it kind of took precedent over that it was kind of join the police or be an arborist um it was kind of unique so in about 2014 i left the police force and um i joined college which was Sparshaw college in in winchester in hampshire which is quite a world-renowned college um and and there i uh learned a level three diploma in arboriculture um and it just kind of went from there it, it was it was always a love it, it it was it was great because you get to learn about 
everything to do with the trees, not just how to cut them down or how to prune them and, and you know, perform work you know, professionally. It was a lot about how trees grow and live in the ecosystem. So it was interesting. Um, I did that for a couple of years and then obviously started to work. Um, and then kind of the rest is the rest is history, really. Um, I, I got into it um, and whilst I started to work I further got into it with the brands it, it was a bit of a different time back in 2014 2015 it it wasn't really a industry which was what I now personally call like a power ranger industry we all love looking like power rangers looking like we've all got the lovely you know the, the clothing that is flashy and the bright colors and it um you know Arbitech really I think were the ones who kind of started to pioneer that back in the day i remember a couple of my mates wearing arbitech trousers and we're all in high flexes um and acting like it was some new space age thing with these new you know different different trousers and it was kind of just eye-opening to see that the level of clothing back then it, you know has grown so much in five years um yeah. And, and yeah that's kind of how it all started really okay nice so how did the idea about Bear Valley come along? You know, what inspired you and, and where did the name come from? Um, so it's a, so obviously the story starts. I started working for a local company. Um, the company was with a, with a mate and someone else who'd been more established. They were called Hamble Valley. Um, one of the things I, I worked for about, I worked for about a year or a year and a bit. And then it, I just kind of, every time I was working, I found that there was no clothing um, that was was really doing it you know I'd go to Primark or other t-shirt places on the high street and get a real cheap t-shirt because you would just go through t-shirts at a rate of knots like you would be ripping them tearing them getting them dirty um, and in the end it just got to the stage where it was you just looked unprofessional you know you turn up on a job you didn't look professional because you're all in different gear I'd have like a uh, uh, like a, a SoCal jumper that I'd always wear but it was absolutely shredded it was rubbish and and so I got to the stage where I was like, right, now let's have a think about what I could do. And I came up with the idea, right, let's make my own T-shirt. Um, so they were called, uh, they were called Hamble Valley. Um, when I was working, I used to wear a Bear Grylls top. Um, and it was like a, like a little, um, an, an explorer's top. And, it, and they always used to call me Little Bear just to, just to take the mickey out of me because I'd always wear it because it was like the most breathable, comfortable T-shirt. Um, I have a lot of family who are from Wales as well. They live in the valleys. So one thing left to the, you know, led to another and I just decided, right, let's call it Bear Valley. And it was kind of just almost like a bit of tongue in cheek joke at the company I was working with. We all got on really well and it kind of just stuck. Um, so that's why we call Bear Valley. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the clothing. How does it differentiate from, from other brands in the industry? Um, well, it, it it's different i i've obviously never been through any processes through any other companies i've never done this before i didn't study fashion um i didn't ever do anything like that and when i when i designed the clothing like i said about going to going to a cheap t-shirt manufacturer like primark or anywhere on the high street which could give you a t-shirt for a few pound i decided yeah. that yeah, i've had enough let's make a t-shirt which is designed to be worked in so the flagship product, which was the Exo Ranger T-shirt, um, it was born out of a purpose and the ergonomic reasons we're in a tree uh, and, and everything around that. So, you know, we, I came up with the idea and the design of 
having a longer body so it doesn't come out your chainsaw trousers when you're reaching up because all the time you'd never have a t-shirt long enough you know the the t-shirts would get caught on stubs or or anything that was sharp and sticking out it was it was always just a case of you were fighting with the tree you know you were fighting with everything around you and it was making your job harder and you didn't realize it you know imagine tucking yourself in every time you reached out it was just taking that time away from thinking about the work itself so it was born out of a reason and my clothing has always been a reason there's a reason i make a jacket or made the hoodie or made the t-shirt you know even with the hoodies they've got zip pockets and they've got no kangaroo pouches with no drawstrings because until now you know please you know at me in the comments if there is another hoodie that does it but there's been no hoodie that doesn't have a drawstring which is dangerous when you put things through the chipper um so they've been designed for arborism you know being an arborist working in forestry that is what the clothing is for and how does it differ it's got my kind of ideas and 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 what i wanted to see from a t-shirt so it's been it's been interesting journey to see what other companies have come up with you know i wouldn't ever call another competitor a competitor um, you know, I get on with everyone, but in the industry, I like to see what everyone's doing. And I like to think that what I provide is different and unique in a positive way. Um, right. So that, that's kind of the story behind that. That's very interesting. So what, what was the process, you know, when you did this, you know, from, from the start until today? How did, how did you, you know, how, how has the company expanded and, you know, how how's that process been? Um, so it, it, for about a year and a half, I obviously had, I made the first batch of 100 t-shirts um, and a lot of people have heard the story, but I was at the 2016 Arb show. I had a new baby, so she was a few few months old and we had 100 t-shirts under a pram and I was just trying to sell the t-shirts to anyone that would speak to me. Um, it was still very new. Um, it was kind of one of those things, really. It just, I just thought, oh, let's have a go. Let, you know, I've committed now, so let's see how far we can take it. Um, 100 t-shirts sold out and then I had to get another 200 and did the same thing and then it went to 400 and then you kind of got yourself this this cult following of I've got customers from the start who have always been there with me and you know they vouch for the t-shirt they've been wearing they've still got the same 100 or the first 200 t-shirts and it's great to see you know the involvement came through things like, you know, you're working all day and then you'd go home and you'd fulfill two or three t-shirt orders. It, it, it kind of got to the stage after a year and a half um, where I was able to then provide printed clothing as well. So I was able to offer blank workwear um, with a local printer in the area who was then able to print onto my t-shirts. Okay. What it allowed to do was the customer to have their name and their company on their shirt. And again, I think it's helped spur on my company as a whole because it's allowed for people to take that logo and the company name which they probably wouldn't have trusted before you get a product like the bear valley t-shirt you also get a service which they would have had to have taken elsewhere um then it just allows for you to uh provide two and one basically a lot of people have said i wouldn't have bothered but you do both and i wanted that to happen which is then in turn allowed for people to go well i really like that t-shirt i'm going to buy another one and that's kind of how it grew um from that point forward um i invested money into jackets so developing a jacket which was completely bespoke for the industry 
Um, and it kind of, like, again, it's grown from there, investment, um, growth, and, and so forth, until it's become a full-time job now. Um, I employ um, an old friend of mine from school. We work full-time um, doing orders and everything. It's still a very small operation to the fact is I am absolutely everything. I do a lot, apart from my accounts now. So everything is still me. The growth has been very quick. Um, it's been a very interesting journey, but I've never experienced it. And it's been strange. You know, one minute you're working up a tree and the next minute you're doing, you know, HR or doing payroll, paying out invoices. So it's a very new experience, but it's been fun and it's been a learning curve. Nice. Very nice. Um, you also have a new ambassador in Sweden, Matthias Hultman. Uh, and uh, we will also be stocking some of your products uh, yeah. as of uh, next week, maybe. Um, so uh, how do you view the Swedish market uh, or the Nordic market, uh, you know, going forward? Yeah, it's uh, one of the biggest challenges in this industry, or I say challenges, one of the biggest hurdles, I would say, is how the UK kind of is, is, is very different to a lot of, of Europe, of America. Um, it, it, it's very unique. We have, a, we have quite a few brands based here, um, yeah. and, and it seems to be more of the the unique clothing brands at the moment, I think between myself and a couple of others, um, you know, we've, we've operated from here, we've gone forward. That's not to say, obviously, um, people from other countries, like Matthias, he's come, he's been there from the start and he's been a great customer and, you know, he's turned into a good friend. We talk a lot um, and he's a great ambassador for Bear Valley. Um, how it differs, it, I think there's a lot of different cultural aspects. I, I believe that the homeowner the commercial side of things, you know, we have very different laws and that sort of, you know, it affects the tree work, it, you know, even down to high visibility clothing. Um, do you wear plain clothing? So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a learning curve. I, I think the biggest, the biggest uh, ch challenge is to have the colorways because um, when I was working with Paul from SIP Protection, when we developed the, the chainsaw trousers, the first, the first color that Paul gave to me was bright red and yellow. And I looked at him and I said, nah, I was like, that's not for the British market. We don't want bright red and yellow. We're, you know, that's not what we're about. And Paul's like, well, it sells really well in Europe, but that's not the same over here. And, and it's those differences in, you know, uh, culture and, and how you guys <coughs> see, see arborism. Um, so, yeah, there is a big difference, and what I'd, my main uh, like focus and idea behind Bear Valley is that there's no barriers. Like I call Matthias a ambassador, but in theory, anyone can be an ambassador. I don't expect anything from him. You know, he does a great job on his own. Like I just said to him, like you've been there from the start. You've been a great friend. You know, you were doing everything for me without me even asking you. You deserve to have spotlight. You know, you're a great guy. Everyone loves your Instagram. You know, if you want to push bear valley i've got you give you my full grace and that's kind of what my idea behind bear valley is is that it's a brand for arborists you know we are the valley you know that is what yeah. we are what well, i want the whole world in bear valley because it, it's it's a product which is which is worthy and it's been shown the test of time it's a new product that's come out of places and i have a lot of trust in my customers and they do in my product so that type of push into europe has been absolutely fantastic and it's still very small um, and, you know, through the growth of, you know, like yourself, stocking Bear Valley is it, a great, great step forward because, you know, you've got your customers and your trust 
And when when your when your countrymen and, and everyone else in the Nordic sort of scene says, oh, actually, you know, we mean business now, that will help push Bear Valley. Um, so it, it's all really, really positive and great stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, to be making making even more clothing in the future. Uh, so yeah, absolutely, I agree. You know, so do we. Very, very valid points there. You know, you've been doing all this. You know, you said you know you're doing HR payroll, you're packing orders, you're you're you know doing designs and everything. So, what tip would you give to uh, anyone who's looking to start their own company? Oh, um, it's uh, it's been a journey. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the biggest tip. Um, if you ever got into clothing, uh, money, money is a big one. Uh, things are very, uh, there's always a minimum order. There's when you get your minimum order, you don't think about storage and then you've got to store it places. And then when you do store it places and it starts to sell, you've then got to pack and post it. And then you've got to think about taxes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it gets to the stage, it gets to the stage where, um, all these great ideas you had at the start, they have consequences and actions. And those actions at the end are something that you kind of probably would think about first before the greatness that you thought of at the start. Um, I tell you what, if I was to do this again, I probably wouldn't even think about it. But, you know, I've been lucky. I've been, you know, blessed with the, the way that Bear Valley has taken off. Um, you know, if anyone wants to get into the industry and, I, you know, we do see it all the time with people bringing out their own uniqueness and it's absolutely fantastic to see because it's such a small industry and it will only grow bigger and bigger. Um, I, I encourage everything. Um, my biggest ethos has been I'm not a competitor to anyone. I want to work with brands in the industry. I will work together. You know, I've done my bit with DMM and SIP protection and I've got other big things on the horizon with other people. And it's not about being against people. We're all a small industry. We, you know, there's room for all of us here. And actually, as a consumer, someone who was an arborist, I can't think of anything better than having two of the brands I love work on a project together. So, you know, if you're going to go for it in the future and someone else has an idea, yeah, I'll wholeheartedly go for it. But, you know, there is a lot of logistics behind the scenes which could cause you a little bit of uh, sleepless nights and <laughs> headaches. Yeah, tell me about it. I, I know everything about that running this uh, this store here. So, um, yeah. you know, you know, you know uh, in terms of differentiation, you, you have also recently developed a, a hydration drink, uh, which almost looks like a pre-workout. You know, tell us about, you know, how that came about. Yeah. So, I mean, as a as a, as a younger person, um, you know, I'm 28. I kind of grew up with Red Bull, Monster, all of these other energy drinks. I'm, I confess uh, I'm a... I'm an addict to these things. Uh, <laughs> I love them. Um, I will drink them. And kind of the idea behind this was not, this isn't a, this isn't a generic energy drink. This isn't something that's bad for you. I, I say bad for you. This isn't just another monster or Red Bull. This is, this is something which is so simple as an idea, which has never been touched by any company that I'm aware of in this industry. We, we as an industry are a group of superior athletes to the fact you're working eight to nine hours a day, absolutely destroying your body working. And it was always a way of trying to bring Bear Valley to the forefront of, of relevancy. And, and what are we bringing to this industry that makes us different? And it's just a no brainer. This is a, so 
it's a hydration formula. It's hot in the UK at the moment, or well, it was anyway. We've had lots of cloud. Um, but this time of year, for all of Europe, um, it's been very hot. And what this hydration formula is, I've got a nice little card in front of me. You can't see it, but I'm going to read from the card just just for a second. It, it, it's, it's a formula which allows for healthy um, healthy drink, which which will allow you to have mental uh, a cognitive, cognitive ability, which which really is something that you lose when you're dehydrated. And when you're dehydrated because you've been working, uh, it's hot, you're sweating, the chainsaw trousers weigh a kilo. Everything about the job means that you've lost water, minerals and salts. This is basically a formula that you put into a shaker and it, it replaces those. It replaces the minerals and everything lost. Bottom line is if you are dehydrated and you're working with heavy machinery, chainsaws, which we all do all day, every day, then your risk of hurting yourself greatly increases. You, you know, you're dizzy. You, you could be, you know, mentally not all 100% there at the time. So it, there's a new study. It's called Nootropics, and it's basically just how the brain and, uh, and the, the um, ingredients get to the brain and how it all works. It's, it's a bit boring, to be honest. It, it's just very good stuff. We've got guava, green tea, ginseng root, taurine, caffeine, all of these sorts of stuff with funny names and words after it, which does, you know, it's for, it, it, it's just a positive drink. Um, and that's what it's for. It's the start of Bear Valley dipping its toe into the introduction of food supplements uh, and, and anything else that we get into the, get into the future with um, food and drink. And it, it just seems such a logical step. We spend a lot of time working constantly and no one's ever thought, well, you know, what do these guys need? They need fuel for their bodies. In the morning, we used to stop and we used to get petrol. The first thing I'd used to get was a monster Red Bull energy drink. We used to get some cakes, you know, we, and you didn't mind because you knew for a fact you were going to have the hardest day and you had a big, you know, you had a big, you've taken down a conifer in the back garden and there's no side access for a chipper and you've got to take, you've got to take a couple tons of log out to the back. Then you, you've had a, you've had a workout you know, a whole day of working. So that's, that's the idea behind the, the hydration formula and the way forward and what the future could bring with that because there's a huge market there. Um, and I'm very excited to be pioneering it, spearheading that. I totally agree. We have, actually, we have a question here. Uh, it's from Matthias Hultman who asked, uh, how do you feel seeing people wear Bear Valley on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, it's always been very surreal. Um, it... it you get more used to it as it goes on, but it, it's just humbling. It, it You see your brand next to biggest brands that have been going since the thirties. You know, you've got your steel and your Husqvarna and, and, you know, they're wearing chainsaw trousers or jackets, but then they take the jacket off or there's a picture and you've got your t-shirt on and it, it's very humbling. It's lovely to see genuinely. It's, it, it's an experience, which I don't know, unique, isn't it? You've created something and people are, so keen on it and they love they love it they'll wear it and it and it's around the world it, it is odd especially when i go and i see it on countries in countries that aren't necessarily my own domestic market or even europe when i see it in america or japan or anywhere it's very very surreal so it, mm -hmm. it's it's an honor really that everyone would want it to wear it i hope we'll see uh What's that? How do you feel with others? 
So, um, how do you, how do you feel? Uh, you know, this this relationship can. I, I, I the, the cameraman is a little bit <clears throat> unclear here, but we'll continue. <laughs> so, uh, so how do you how do you see the future of Bear Valley? Um, what is I, next? I mean, as you can probably see, um, I, I as a person and an individual would like to push Bear Valley to be one of the leading brands in the industry. I want it to be something that people can trust, uh, go to, and ultimately, you know, almost be a one-stop shop for anything they could potentially need. Um, you know, it, there's so many other avenues to explore with it. I, I would very much like for it to be as successful as the other industry leaders at the moment. Um, you know, I want it to be up there next to them. I don't want to be underneath them. I would like to be stood there tall, you know, right next to them and, 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 and that type of mutual respect that everyone gives in the industry. Uh, ultimately, in a short-term goal, I'd like people to think, you know, instead of the question, who are Bear Valley? Oh, well, I like Bear Valley. That, that, that's the short term. And the long term is, obviously, I'd like to be here in the next 15, 20 years. Nice. So in, in terms of going back to, uh, you know, what you did before, uh, before you were uh, kind of an entrepreneur uh, building your own brand. So when you were climbing, yeah. uh, you know, what, what is your, this is a kind of a standard question we have. What is your favorite piece of gear ever, excluding, of course, and their Bear Valley product? Um, it, for, for climbing and working, I always used to find, uh, I always had a little fold-out silky. I do apologize. I never knew the name of the silky. It was just a, it was a little fold-out silky. I'd tuck it in my little high-flex trousers, and the bits of kit were incredible. They were, you know, instead of lugging up, potentially a chainsaw i know it was a little bit different you'd sometimes just get the silky hours easier to maneuver and that was always nice i mean on the ground um some of the best bits of kit i've ever used um well i did a, i've been doing a lot of milling so uh using the alaskan mill uh with the with the 661 with a nice big 36 inch bar we've been doing loads and loads of work and it's very very simple and elegant but a chainsaw mill there's nothing like it as soon as you start working with the wood and you know you start producing beams or you know or planks and and that for me is is one of the most intuitive bits of kit going it turns a piece of waste wood potentially or a trunk tree into yeah. you know artisanal piece of work or you know you can get money you know it's a domestic job and you you've been able to produce a couple beams and and the the finished product in that is fantastic and you can't ever get a you can't ever get a cut freehand you don't you have you have to use the mill and you know the, the the well the alaska mill is what we used i know there's other versions as well but it was always just a fantastic and and you know a great bit of kit to use nice so we, we have another question here uh it's actually for from from maggie who's our uh guest next week but she's asking when is the bear uh the, the bear valley gear bag coming out to the market <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. So I developed that a long time ago. It's basically um, a, a 70 litre holder, um, which has got a new capacity for, which again, I don't think has ever been done, is basically a, a little uh, holder for your, um, for your spikes. Uh, that is potentially being lit released in about a month's time. So it's all being made. I know COVID has slowed everything down. Um, I had a long time where I developed it and wasn't able to purchase it because um, I had other bits and pieces in the pipeline, but it's definitely on its way and it's coming. So it will be probably August time, probably mid-August. Okay, nice, nice. We're looking forward to that. What, 
So, you know, going into some other questions here, what, you know, give us your funniest job story from, from Bear Valley. <laughs> um, the last you know, one already. We're quite we're quite tame to be honest. There's not much funny stories that go on. Um, half the time I just worked on my own, so to sit there and say it was funny was almost a bit of a weird thing to say. Um, I I suppose um, back in 2017, me and me and Chopper Tom, we went over to France uh, to watch some of the climbing. Yeah. So it was in Paris Theory. We went there. Uh, we just decided, oh, we'll have a go. So we went over in his car. And it was, um, I don't know, we, we were like the only British people there. And as you probably well know, a stereotypical British gentleman likes to drink. And so we sat there one time and we were on our own. We had these big bean bags at the end of one of the days. And me and Tom sat there with a cool box full of beer, just sat on our own and there was no one around us. <laughs> we were just literally little outcasts on, on this field on our own, drinking out of this big cool box. We must have looked like an absolute sight. And and we were the, like probably one of the only British people there, um, and and we kind of just sunk home the fact that oh yeah we do drink a lot don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of yeah you saw your stereotypical self in that, and everyone else was sort of doing their own thing. It was a bit of a different culture clash, but other than that, I mean you know we don't just it, it, nothing's we're all serious here at Bear Valley. It's serious serious work. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. good to hear. Uh, we're looking forward to some more products coming out uh, in the future. Definitely, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, I think we're approaching, uh, you know, the end of this. Is, is there any more questions from the audience? No, not at this point. So we're we're looking forward to get that shipment uh, over next week, so we can uh, add those products to our website, and and uh, hopefully we'll see some more uh, Instagram or Facebook uh, pictures with uh, Bear Valley clothing going forward here during the summer. Yeah, definitely. That'd be really great to get that over there, especially especially with that market. It'd be really lovely to see that uh, really take off. Yeah, very nice. So do we. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're, we're all cold as the end. So thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, we really appreciate that you're taking your time to uh, see these little episodes on Friday afternoons, Friday nights. So as mentioned, we will be stocking some of the products. Um, so if you're interested, you can visit our website on Tuesday. And we should have them up. Uh, next week, we will be speaking to Maggie, um, uh, who is a Norwegian arborist. Uh, she's relatively new to the industry. And she works with a great Norwegian company called Enmut Tre. Uh, that was my best Norwegian. So be sure to tune in for that next week. Uh, until then, have a very nice weekend, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. No problem. See you later. Bye. Have a nice weekend. You too. Bye-bye.